You are now listening to another episode of The Reese Files, where I hope somebody picks it up soon because I'm running out of free music to use. So welcome back to another episode of the As Told by Reese podcast. I am your host, Reese, and you are my audience, as always. Very happy that you came and decided to spend some time with me today. And I just looked on my headphone. I have these little in-the-ear headphones, and I now realize that the little uh, rubber piece that protects your ear from the hard part of the headphone is no longer on this. This is going to make life difficult for a little bit, but not forever. But that's just a minor inconvenience. Modern problems require modern solutions. I just either I'll just find someone one another one somewhere. It won't be hard. Or it might be. Famous last words, it won't be hard. And then it turns out being hard. And everything that I worked for, gone. Gone in a flash. So how have you been? I've been fine. I've been great. Uh, since we last spoke, which was a couple days ago, of course, obviously. But actually, this time it really is. Unlike last time where it was like, woo, woo, man, it was a while. Speaking of a while, we've got a few things to talk about in a condensed amount of time to talk about it. Or at least I plan it to be a condensed amount of time. Who knows? I just keep watching the number go up and up and up. And I'm like, oh, no. I always wonder, hey, how am I going to fill 10 minutes of time talking about this thing? And then 30 minutes later, I'm like, holy crap, I only talked about one thing. I had so many different things to talk about. And I never got there. I never. Sometimes I get there. Sometimes I get there. But those episodes be long AF. And I'm not sure if anybody's here to listen to a super long episode as of right now. You're like me, sometimes you have all the attention span in the world, and sometimes you have just enough attention span for like a nice 10, 12, 15 minute inner and outer. That's what she said. Anyway, (laughs) we got a few things to talk about, um, and can't wait to talk about those things. So let's get right in, because of course the music is already off, the music is over. It's been over for a minute. Well, probably not a minute uh, if I'm looking at the numbers correctly, but for a little bit. So I'm going to go back to this while thing. Speaking of a while, it was, it's been a while since I was able to consistently do the creative things that I like to do, which is going to be part of this podcast. In fact, it's going to be the part I talk about right now. As you know, I'm, I'm someone who makes a lot of YouTube videos or made a lot of YouTube videos. I'm someone who's also dabbled in TikTok and just, just everything, Instagram, everywhere, everywhere, right? In order to get my material out. I haven't, I haven't, I didn't post on YouTube all summer. I took the summer off of posting on YouTube. I, I and it's funny because I actually recorded, mm, I would say in all told I recorded six videos, but there were issues with all six videos that I'm like, I can't do this. The audio was wrong. Something else was wrong. You could tell I really didn't care about what I was doing, recording with the video. It's like, these are not the things that I want to produce for the people that bother to watch my stuff. And I, for me, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I made a piece a long time ago that my YouTube channel, 
was only going to get but so big. And it is only going to get so big because it, it's been defunct. It is now defunct. It's, but will it stay defunct is the question. And, well, here's the thing, right? My original plan to start YouTube, and I've told this story before, was so people could see my material. That's all I really wanted to do. I never wanted to be in front of a camera. But I wanted people to see my material. And I didn't have the money to hire people to be like, hey, let's put on this A1 production, et cetera, et cetera. When it first started, it was me, a few of my friends who happened to be the most talented people in the world. And just them humoring me. Them thinking, okay, he's got enough here that we can we can help him out. And a lot of them turned out great to me. Like, I can still look at them and be proud of that work. But your friends have to do things, et cetera, et cetera. And then you're by yourself. And the material that I used to make got changed as soon as I did a taste test video. And that was responded to positively. And I said, well, it's hard to do things by myself. Because I'm not the next generation of creator. The next generation of creator, they only do things by themselves, and they're excellent at it. But for me, I just never, like, that wasn't a thing for me. I wasn't like, let me do that. Until taste this video. So I said, okay, let me do that. I drink iced coffee all the time. I do these things, blah, blah, blah. So that became a thing. <laughs> that became a thing. For some reason, those were... Those ended up being my most watched videos. And I said, well, I guess I have something here. Let's keep going. Let's keep going with it. And I gained some traction. Not a lot of traction, but enough traction to be like, okay, this is still a fun hobby that I can do. And I I would make, I would shoot so much video in hours and hours and hours of editing, finding these pop culture clips that I thought would go great with it honing my joke telling, things like that, to really just entertain the people who would stumble upon my videos. And, you know, it'd be a nice inside joke with, with all of us. But near the end of it, I really got tired of doing taste tests for things. Because there's only so many times you can say, hey, this is good. Hey, this is bad. Hey, this is mediocre. And there's only so many jokes about food you can make. And especially with the way I do videos, like I'm not overly crazy. I'm not overly like I'm not I don't force anything. So if an emotion's not there, it's just not there. If a, if an angle's not there, it's not there. And then the only problem is if you change your content with videos, then your audience either isn't along for the ride for that or they won't get shown it or that, you know, there's that's not what they came there for. They didn't come there to see you do that thing. Because I tried to start doing different things with my videos. And as much as my other videos didn't get watched, those videos really didn't get watched. I'm talking about really didn't get watched. I'm talking single-digit views. Yeah, single-digit views. And I was like, okay, well, that's going to probably confuse people, confuse the algorithms, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but it was fun for me. It was fun because I got to... Discover the things I love, and I love storytelling. I love storytelling with my words. I love storytelling with my actions. I love storytelling with the things that I can put together. And 
it took me a long time to realize that that's actually what I love to do. I, I coded in so many different things. Um, or not even coded it because I didn't know. I do like creating. I like creating stories to tell. Whether they be my own stories from this thing or that thing or the other thing. Or a story in my mind. A story I've witnessed. Um, story I've observed. In my head, I like those. Those are the things I like exploring that t- type of creativity. I like storytelling through picture and word and song. I, I that is what I gravitate towards, and I understand that about myself. So even when I was making those videos, I was trying to still tell a story from beginning to end. That it's a, that in and of itself was a story. Hmm. So. It wasn't so much burnt out as it was. I've reached my logical conclusion with these videos, with this channel. There's not much, there's nothing else I can squeeze creatively out of this medium. To which, thinking on it, I kind of agree with and I kind of disagree with. Because obviously, you can always, you, you can always find different ways to create. You can always find different ways to tell a story. You can always find different ways to do things. But I think the the main component of my channel, I don't think there's much else I can do at the level that I'm doing it. I would have to switch it up at some point. But that didn't happen this summer because the drive wasn't there. It just wasn't there. And it's because I felt something, right? Because I got on TikTok and I started making video TikTok videos, right? And at one point I'm like, what are you? Why are you the old dude making TikTok videos? And then I realized, oh, there's a bunch of old, quote unquote, old people making TikTok videos and killing it, slaying it with TikTok. But I, I fell into the TikTok hole. I spent hours and hours and hours on TikTok looking, laughing, commenting, sharing, hearting, et cetera, et cetera. But spending all that time on that really, really condensed site, really, really condensed media site, revealed something to me. And once I saw it, once, once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. Everybody's really, really, really alike. Like everybody is really alike. In a lot of ways, we think we're, we're, we're not as unique as we wish we were on, 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 a, on, a, on a micro level or on a macro level. Like, I would go through so many videos of people who would say the same things, and sometimes in different ways, but a lot of times in the same ways. As in, they would say exactly the same thing someone else said. Or they'd use that wonderful button where you can take someone's audio and do the same exact thing you did. So it's like, it's it's legitimately copy and pasting. And people didn't even put an effort anymore. And it's like, oh, okay. Hey, over here is a cute girl with a big butt. Here's a cute girl with a little butt. Here's a cute girl who's fitness. Here's a cute, like, here's a cute guy with a big butt. Here's a cute guy with a little butt. Like... It's all very sameness, even to the point where a lot of people look like each other, 
Like someone will do a TikTok and someone will stitch it and be like, I thought that was me talking. And I'm just like, what? Like, this is, we're not all that different. We're not all that different. People say different, same thing, different languages. Still very similar. I'm like, oh man, this thing, the, you know, the app shows you a lot of, and, and fortunately the app's algorithms just show you more of the same. So you keep getting bombarded and bombarded and bombarded by more of the exact same thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, for what I want to do, or whatever, I don't belong here. Maybe I don't belong anywhere, but I definitely don't belong here. I was wasting too much time not getting anything done. And even the videos I make, hey, I can put so much effort into this video that nobody will ever see because it's so similar and it's going to make me stand out because I don't do the type of things that are, that are necessarily standout worthy. Like I, I like being subtle. I like being subtle. My art is subtle. My quote, quote unquote art. <laughs> Look at me. Listen to me. Ugh. And there's nothing wrong with that platform. Nothing at all. Nothing wrong with any platform. Well, you know, there's things wrong with platforms, but this isn't that channel. But I just looked at myself and I said, what are you doing? You're spending hours and hours and hours trying to cultivate a thing that mm, you don't really care about. It's funnier too. But let's say I do, I did create that funny viral thing, that really funny viral thing. Um, because I'm not the prettiest person or the most popular person or the one with the most dynamic of personalities or et cetera, et cetera. Someone else would take it and they would fly with it. And I wouldn't even get credit for it. And I know what you're thinking. No, that's not true. No, it's very true. Cause I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. People share things with me like, OMG, this person did this original thing hilariously. I'm like, no, this is, no, someone else did this. This is not even them talking. This is, they're using someone else's voice. And they didn't even credit that person. And I think that's, I, I think that's terrible. But I also think that's the way it is. You can go viral without getting famous. And you can get famous without being rich. Which, for me... If for me, if it doesn't lead to the third thing, if neither of those first two lead to being rich, I don't want viral or fame. I don't even want fame. I don't want fame. I don't necessarily even want money. I want the freedom that money allows. I want the freedom of time that money allows. Because that is what I severely lack right now that I wish I had. The freedom of time. So creatively, I put everything down for a little bit. And not because I wanted to, but just because I couldn't couldn't get it jump started. So I didn't make anything over the summer, basically. I think I made a couple of podcast episodes. I made a couple of podcast episodes, but not as many as I should have. And why? Because when you're not keeping track of it, time flies. Time flies on the things that you want to do. The things that you don't want to do, they drag. So all summer, while I wanted to make, at the very least, podcast episodes, because I really, I really like doing this. I enjoy doing this. 
I, I didn't. I didn't make as many as I wanted to. Why? Because I, I was always so devoid of energy. And there's, there's reasons I was devoid of energy, and we're, we're going to talk about it. But I was devoid of energy. I wasn't devoid of inspiration. I always had inspiration. I have tons of things, tons of topics just like blurbed down, blurted down, jotted down that I, I want to get to. I like I have so many topics to get to that I'm, I hope I can keep the energy of posting uh, podcast episodes up because I think they'll be interesting. But things always happen. Things always happen. So why I didn't do much over the summer is because I was working. And I talked about this new job before and how easy it was and how boring it was. It's still easy and boring. But over the summer, I became full-time with this new job. You know, I was kind of full-time before. I was I was part of a temp agency, so they didn't give us the whole full workload that they were going to give us as full-time people because there's things attached to that. I can't, I cannot, I'm not, I'm not liberty to say, but once I got the full caseload, it's easy and boring, but it's a lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, and I have mandatory overtime every week, mandatory overtime every week. And I am working smack dab from anywhere from Seven to five, eight to six, nine to six, eight to eight to five, nine. Like, there's always more work to be done. Always, always, always. And you have to get this work done by a certain time every day, or that's your butt. And so far, so good. I haven't, but I'm having to put in a lot of work. Like, for example, today, I'm going to have to work. As soon as I get off of this, this thing right here, as soon as I stop doing this, I'm going to have to go to my dining room table, clock in, and start typing away. <sighs> I'm not complaining because it's what I signed up for. Not complaining at all because it is what I signed up for because I needed gainful employment. Because <laughs> you need money to, to live in this society because that's what we decided. We decided that. We decided that. So, for me, I had a severe, severe, severe energy dump. Because, in addition to working full-time now, since March, since the month of March, I've been really trying to focus on my health and fitness. I've really been trying to focus on it. And... I'm almost there. I haven't unlocked the puzzle completely, but I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm learning slowly but surely what actually works for me. Because here's the thing. <sighs> Ever since I permanently gained that freshman 50, it, it's my weight has been a struggle for me. My weight has been a struggle for me. It's been a yo-yo effect. I lose a bunch of weight. I gain a bunch of weight. I lose a bunch of weight, but not as much as before. I gain a bunch of weight and a little bit before. I lose a decent amount of weight. Feels like I stay there for a minute. Then I go back up. There was one time where I lost a lot of weight. And I was right, I was like right there. I was probably three months away from making that like really, really full transition. But then something happened 
And I never got close again. Never got close again. Just stayed kind of comfortably big. Um, and that was fine. Until I started having actual health issues. I'm like, oh, uh-oh. I don't like these. So I just went to the doctor because I needed to tell them that it was all in my head. Or if I do diet and exercise, I'd be fine. That's not what they tell me. I said, you need medication. And I'm like, I'm too young for medication. No. <laughs> so I started doing the things that were going to, if successful, not necessitate me using medication. Namely, fixing the diet up and exercising more. So we take it by seasons. It's, it's basically the fall now. But we'll call it spring Reese, summer Reese, fall Reese. Spring Reese failed. Failed miserably. Failed all the time. Failed all the time. I could barely run. I could walk. I could walk forever, but it'd be a slow walk. But I could barely run. Barely run. But I would do it. I would do it every day. Or at least I'd try to do it every day. Let me get out there. Every day. Let me try. Let me, I have to try. Right? But Spring Reese failed. Spring Reese got injured. Spring Reese got hurt. Spring Reese would do a few days in a row and then not do a few days in a row because of an injury or a pain. But I would still, I would still find myself doing it. I would still say, okay, well, how do you, how do you feel? All right, let's go out. It's a little later. I would get up like, I would never wake up the time. I would never be able to hit that magic. I'm up at four and now I'm going to hit the gym every day thing. I couldn't do it. Just the alarm would be set. Could not. All the willpower in my my life. I couldn't do that. But I needed that. I needed that spring version of me. Why? Because that spring version of me helped build a foundation, which I'm still building, but it helped build a foundation of, okay, hey, guess what? You'll find out the difference between hurting and injured. If you're hurting, you can still get out there and work out. If you're injured, certain things have to happen. Why did you get an injury? Well, because I did that, or I did too much of that, or I did not enough of that. Well, okay, then you either have to not do that, do something so that makes that not hurt like that, or figure something else out. So it was really, Spring Reese was where I failed a lot. But you do learn more in your failure than in your successes. And I learned, hey, if I'm going to lose weight, this is not going to be an overnight thing. This is not going to be a 90-day thing. This is not going to be, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm able to do this easily thing. <sighs> so spring Reese begat Summer Reese. Summer Reese had a bit more information. Summer Reese was in better shape than Spring Reese, even though not, not in very good shape. Better, better shape than Spring Reese. And that was more like the... Finding my, hitting my stride, which is one of my episode titles. That was more of the hitting my stride, Reese. Like, okay, it's hot. Let's see what I can take. Let's see what I can take. Let's see the most that I could take. But let's see what I can take on average. 
if anything, it was me like building like building more of that foundation, finding the right things to build. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, I want to lose weight, but I really want to be healthy. I want to be the healthiest me that I've ever created. How am I going to do that? Well, I got to get all this fat off of my body because it's not good fat. I have to get this heart pumping at a certain level. I have to find how how much can I push myself without redlining? Okay. How much how much can I push myself if I'm just trying to get some consistency? Which is what summer was all about. Building consistency. Building consistency. Summary struggled. Where spring re spelled, summary struggled. Struggled a lot. I got out there. I got out there. I put a lot of road miles in. Lots and lots of road miles in. And other things. Got back to the gym. Tried swimming, etc., etc. And out there, I was the worst person ever doing any of that. City I live in is a very, like, we have a lot of unhealthy people um, in my city. You're either healthy or unhealthy. You're either fit or unfit. There's very, there's no in between. <laughs> there's no, there's not that many just normal people. <laughs> the normal people are, are are fat like me. No, no, not offending anybody, but or not trying to offend anybody, but <laughs> you you're either fit or you're not about that lifestyle at all. And for years and years and years and years, with the exception of a few months here, a few months there, a few months here, a few months there, I haven't been about that life at all. But now I'm finally about that life, right? (sighs) But it's such a struggle because everyone plays a game. Hey, let's outperform that guy. Let's, uh, hey, it's like that old adage, if you're being chased in the woods by anything, natural or supernatural you don't have to be fastest you just have to be faster than the last guy that was me i was the last guy i was the very last guy so i feel like people made it their mission to say however hard he's working or however fast he's going i'm working a little bit harder or move a little bit faster than he is why because that makes me feel good about myself and maybe makes him one try a little harder or feel bad about them. Whatever. Who cares? I, I, I honestly don't care about their machinations. Who gives a crap about what they think? They're losers. Just kidding. Everybody's a winner except them. They are definitely losers. But they would do that. And for me, it was a very humbling experience. Had to humble up every time. Had to humble up every time. Not every time. Sometimes I would say, oh, I think you picked the wrong person today. And I would chase them down and pass them while they would gasp for air and things like that. So I'm like, you're not that much more fit than I am, so get out of here. But also what they don't realize is they don't know what I've been doing. Yeah, maybe big, but I spent the whole spring figuring things out. I've been spending every morning dragging my butt uh, out of bed to go to work. To, before I go to work, to go to work at this track, at this path, at this level, at this field. Like you're, if you're around my level or only a little bit above my level, 
you're going to have to work to earn this. So I made some people earn it, and some people didn't earn it. Like the random guy at the track whose sole mission it was to pass me up. And he did. But then he stopped, and he started walking, which was fine. But then, hey, guess what? Don't, don't, don't start running again as soon as I get close to you, because now I know we're in a race. And if we're in a race, if I'm not going to beat you, I'm going to make you regret racing me. Yeah, because I'm still competitive. I'm just not fit. Still not fit. Not to this day. Not fit. But the summer Reese struggled. So now that we get to the fall. And here's where the story really picks up. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Now it's the fall. And I'm struggling again. And I'm failing. I'm doing both of those things that I was doing in both the spring and the summer. Now that it is the fall. Here's... Here, here's the good news. Here's the turn of it. I'm doing both of those things on purpose. I'm doing both of those things very purposely. I'm doing both of those things with intention. I'm struggling and I'm failing. Because Fall Reese is working. He is pushing. He is trying to get every ounce of everything he has. So that means I'm I'm pushing. Like when I run, I do run. I try to run to exhaustion. When I do lift, I try to lift to exhaustion. Because I'm finding things out about my body that I've never found out before. Namely, how far I can actually push it. On an, on an everyday basis. And what do I need to do to recover? Okay. Do I need to do this stretch? How much water do I need to drink? Things like that. I'm pushing myself because I know I have more. How do I know I have more? Easy. Because I accidentally forced more out of myself. One night, sweltering, sweltering heat in the summer. This was in August. One of the hottest days, like maybe the hottest day in August. And I had to, I was part of a challenge. My niece put up a challenge and she wanted to she wanted to get ready. She's a college athlete and she wanted to get ready for the fall. So I said, hey, and, and did a running challenge. And I said, well, I've been running a lot. No one knew that. I've been running so much. This is this isn't going to be difficult at all. I'm probably going to win. Ooh, might upset her if, she, if I win, but nah, I'm going to give it a shot. So joined. The thing is, I spotted them. I spotted them because it's in order to have anything count, it has to be to be outside runs. And at that time, I was in the gym heavy running inside, running the same amount as I would run outside, but running inside so it didn't count. So a few days went by and I said, well, no one seems to really be wanting to take this challenge to the next level. So I said, you know what? I'm going to leave from the front. I'm going to leave from the front on this thing. I'm going to show out and they're going to be worried about it. <sighs> so I put up a few miles every day. Talk a little trash to everybody like, hey, where are you guys? 
Little did I know. Little did I know. Little did I know, but that comes later. I'm going to be in front of you guys. I don't know what you're going to do. So for many days of the challenge, I would either be in first place sometime in the first thing of the day, or I'd be in first place at the very end of the day. But I was in first place. Until one day, somebody put up, they were about, one day they were like a certain number of miles, like four miles behind me, or no, no, they weren't. They were one mile behind me. And then the very next day, they were seven miles ahead of me. Seven miles ahead of me. And I said, oh, oh, okay. Looks like we have a problem. Looks like we have a problem here. Because they were so far ahead of me. And I said, at that point, I was doing six miles at most, but I, I scaled it back because I wanted to go faster. And I can't go faster and longer. I, pfft, whoa. <laughs> I can't go faster and longer. I can only go faster or longer. You know, the sad part about that is I had to stop recording for a second. And so I heard what I just said. I heard the last part so I could come back in. And wow, that sounds really bad. Sounds really bad, but it doesn't mean that way. But where was I? So essentially, I said, oh, I need to put up a big number. I need to do at least eight miles in a day. <sighs> and so I did. I did eight. I ran eight miles. Ran such a loose term. I struggled eight miles in one day. Had to wait till it got dark because it was so hot. Had to wait till it got dark. And due to an earlier run where I thought I was going to die because I was dehydrated. I could barely swallow. I didn't have any water because I mis I misjudged things. I misjudged things. I said, hmm, well, hopefully I can, I, I, I learned from it. What did I learn from that lesson? What did I learn from that? failure that if I'm going to be running for a long time I better have a source of water I know what you're thinking duh but I've never been one to put a lot of running miles under my belt even when it's I mean especially when it's hot I've never needed water and plus I was in even though I got bigger I've always been in pretty good shape so I don't need water until usually the end I usually if I hydrate enough before I'm usually fine I was not fine that day I was not fine and ever since that day, I've always been worried about being dehydrated, no matter how many, how much I'm running. No matter how much I'm running, I'm always worried about being dehydrated. But go back to the night. So I prepped. I prepped. <sighs> the only problem with the prep is I had horrible shoes. The shoes that I've been... Yeah, so here is a story within a story, and eventually I'll get back to the track. Well, actually, no, I'll finish that story. The shoes that I've been wearing, I couldn't wear anymore, so I had to wear these shoes um, that I haven't worn for years. And funny enough, your feet change over time, as we all know. So wearing these shoes was a very painful endeavor. Painful endeavor. They just were not a good fit for me. I have flat feet. Um, they didn't fit right. They scraped up my ankle. So I prepared for it by... Double socking it, finding the best possible socks to wear for this thing, changing, kind of trying to change the way I've run a little bit, things like that to repair. And I brought water with me. I brought not only water with me, I brought, I had water in the car. 
first half of it, which is four miles one way, I was doing okay. I ran, I was going slower than I normally do because I knew I had a whole, I had a whole back nine. I had a back four to go. And I'm like, well, I need to conserve my energy until further notice. So I did fine. The first half of it was actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, At least the first three miles of it was. The first three miles of it was enjoyable until somebody decided to be a superhero. And I don't know where they came from. I don't know where they're going. But they decided to walk, try to walk faster than I was jogging slash running. And I took that personally because, no, I wasn't going fast, but I was purposely not going fast. Now, I'm not fast, but I'm faster than I was going. And this person, because how they did it, in this wide expanse of space we have, they left as little room as possible for them to get past me and got right in front of me. In a space where, again, everything was cut off. Everything was cut off from drivers, et cetera, et cetera. So they had this whole space to use. And they chose to be right in front of me. And that's when I said, oh, okay, it's on. So I let him get a little further up. Slow down a little bit. I said to myself, I, I, I had to say to myself, I said, run your own race this time. Don't worry about this person, blah, blah, blah. But let's face it. Those things don't only happen in stories. In stories and movies, that's cute. In real life, if someone challenges you directly like that, and you can respond, sometimes you respond. So I responded. I ran. I said, okay. I know I have five miles to go. But I'm at least going to... I'm going to smoke him for a mile. I'm smoking for one mile. I'm smoking for a quarter mile. I'm smoking for a quarter mile. Let's go. So I started running. And I ran fast. I ran, well, fast for me, which is probably slow for you, but it's fast for me. And I ran fast. And at the quarter mile marker, I looked back and he increased his speed. He increased his speed when I increased mine. Interesting. So I said, okay, I guess I got to go a little harder. I went a little harder. And at a half a mile, something interesting happened. When I thought, oh, I've definitely left this guy in the dust, he was right, he was right there. He actually gained ground. It's like, huh. That's very interesting. Okay. Guess I'm going to have to go all out. Guess I'm going to have to go out here. So I did so. I did for that last half a mile. And then I looked back and finally he was nowhere to be seen. And then to make sure he was nowhere to be seen, I continued on my way. Because now I'm, I'm eating into the other half of the mile, of the, 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 the second half of the, the run that I was on. This beautiful, wonderful run that now that I, I'm physically taxed because I didn't work up to it. It's like going, going 
Uh, mm, going 30 miles an hour, then going 40 miles an hour, then skipping the 60 mark altogether, and even the 80 mark altogether, and going like 95 for me. There was no ramp up. There was just slow and then as fast as you possibly can. So, my feet started hurting really badly at this point. My feet were killing me. My feet were killing me. Everything was killing me. I could barely breathe. Many things. But I said, I, I need to keep going because I need to, once and for all, keep the distance between us because I do not need him tracking me down again. That would not be good for my psyche. That would not be good for my confidence. That would not be good for my self-esteem. So I did it. I did it so I hit the wall. And then I slowed down. I slowed down enough to feel the aches. My whole body was on fire at this point. And it was hot. And I was running out of water. I was running dangerously low on water. And the good news is that I had a, I had a whole bottle of water in my car waiting for me. I had a bottle of water in my car waiting for me. I just had to make it back to my car. Well, which was a much more dangerous situation now. A much more dangerous situation now than it was even a half an hour ago. Even a half an hour ago, it was a much less dangerous situation. But now, I'm not too sure. But somehow, through miracle, hook and crook, I made it. Dead at night. I made it. Then I screenshot the fact that I was in first place. Got home and talked my stuff. My feet were done. I knew that I would lose at least two days of running due to the condition my feet were in. So I talked trash for the last time. I told told my niece in a screenshot and sent the screenshot where I'm in first place. And also, hey, this is how many miles I did. I'm officially giving up first place because I'm not gonna be able to have it tomorrow. I was physically exhausted. I was I was to the point where when I finally did get to my car, my body started shaking on its own, shaking on its own. And my feet were done. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this tomorrow. And I just remember a half an hour later getting a message from my niece. Uh, I'm so proud of you. You did a great job. Eight miles in one day is a lot but you're not in for you 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 will not be in first place anymore and I wasn't because while I struggled to do eight miles her and her fiance did 13.1 miles they did a half marathon the same day that I did eight miles they did five more miles than I even considered doing. And that's when that run, that race was officially put away. You can't beat youth sometimes. You can't beat youth. Because I remember when I was younger, a lot of this was easy and I wasn't even trying. Now I'm trying and it's all so hard. 
So my niece is what? 19 now? Her fiance is about 20, 21. Young people. <laughs> younger than me. They're both much younger than me. And just and yeah, they weren't like, oh, now I'm fine again. Nope. They 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 still have the same aches and pains, but they're able to recover better. They did that 13.1, and I was not mad at all. Why wasn't I mad? Because I gave everything I had on that run. I gave everything I had on that run. And the only reason I was able to do that run is because I was doing so many more runs up to that point. Up to that point, I was doing so much physically that I was able to do it. I wasn't able to do it well, but I was able to finish it, which for me was worth a lot. Here's the thing. The very next day, my body was fine. My body was fine. My legs were a bit worse for the wear. But overall, I could run again if I wanted to. The problem is my feet were in such bad shape that I could not go in those shoes. I could not. I couldn't. The shoes were terrible. So I could not I, I did not regain the lead and they they the very next day they did another half marathon and, and won the competition. They won the competition the very next day. I finished the competition the day after that. Still third or fourth or something. Out of a group of many. Many people didn't even finish it. Many people finished it in a much lower place than they expected. Nobody expected me to do as well as I did. It's because uh, nobody knows what I've been doing. I keep it really quiet. Except when I talk about it on the podcast. But here's the thing, right? Why were my shoes in such... Why are my feet in such disarray? Because of those shoes. Why would I wear those shoes? Because the previous shoes that I was wearing were worn out. Why were they worn out? Because of spring Reese and summer Reese. Those shoes before spring and summer Reese were fine shoes. They had a lot of tread on them. They could... The, only, the reason why tires wear out is because you drive them. It, the reason why good tires wear out is because you drive the car. You drive the car a lot. And you drive the car on roads with precarious... Um, conditions and eventually no matter how great the tires are they're going to lose their tread and that's where my sneakers were my sneakers were so worn out that they had holes in them they were so worn out that the only reason but i liked them even even them worn out was still much better than the other shoes perfect i was like hey maybe i can Find a way to work the other shoes in. Nope. Couldn't. Couldn't. But with these worn out shoes. Now here's the crazy part about the shoes that are so worn out that I can no longer use them. For me, that was the goal. <clears throat> that was the goal. That was the goal for that. To work so hard that the shoes would be worn out. I always wanted that. I always wanted that outcome. The only problem is I didn't have the backup pair to 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 really make the seamless smooth transition. I since have, but I didn't have it at that time. But I've never worn something out 
because of how hard I've worked on it. I've worn it down. I've worn things down, but never out. Never to the point where it's unusable because I have used it. Never to that point. And this was the first, this is the first time in my life. So I really, I really relished it. I said, wow, I work so hard and I'm so fat that it wore my shoes out. My shoes, my sneakers gave up before I did. Which was like a light bulb moment for me. It was really, it's really meaningful for me. Because again, I've had, I've been a member of how many gyms? I've tried how many diets? I've tried how many different types of workout crazes, fitnesses, etc. But never have I been in a place where anything, any of that, has quit before I have. And finally, I found something that did. And for me, that was the win. That was the win. Not that, because I definitely didn't win the challenge. No, no, no. I did not win the challenge. Because no matter what, I was I, I pushed my body as far as I could physically that one night. The very next day, I would not have been able to. I didn't have the time. But also, I didn't have the effort or energy. I could have put something in, though. And I did. I worked out. But I couldn't, do, I couldn't duplicate what I did the night before. But that is to come. That is to come. But you know what? I think this is a great time. This is a perfect time. Perfect time to end this podcast episode right here. That's right, right here. I've officially decided to make this a part one of a two-part series. First time ever. First time ever for me that there's been a to-be-continued. So... I'm excited. I'm I'm happy I got to this part. I'm happy that now I get to have a part two, a continuation of this. And I'm probably going to record it right now because I have the effort and energy and the mindset to do it. But I think it's good to break it up because this one's getting pretty long. And you're going to be like, oh my goodness, shut up. Which is what I'm feeling right now. I'm going to get something to drink. Not something to eat, but I get something to drink. But uh, when I come back, it'll actually be a brand new episode. So instead of all that other stuff, I'm just going to say let's end it right here.